This episode is brought to you by Visit Williamsburg. In Williamsburg, Virginia, there's never too much of a good thing. Whether you're a foodie, a golfer, a history buff, a shopaholic, an outdoor enthusiast, or a thrill seeker, you'll find what you came for here and more. So ask yourself, what is it you want? Discover Williamsburg and plan your trip at visitwilliamsburg.com. Forever. Dog. Do not go gentle into that good night. Poetry, I feel, is a tyrannical discipline. I was trying to tell a story. The book came to me in a sort of a haze. This is how to write a good short story. No hope, just booze and madness. Everyone in the world has gone to bed one night or another with fear. I saw the best minds of my generation destroyed by madness. Now, lend me your ears. Hello, everyone, and welcome to Literati, a comedy podcast about books and the idiots who write them. Literati is, of course, an acronym that stands for L, loving, I, intellectual, T, texts, E, engaging, R, reads, A, and, T, tomes, and finally, I. I sure do love books. Wow, that's canonical. The name of this podcast stands for Loving Intellectual Texts, Engaging Reads, and Tomes, I Sure Do Love Books. Yes. <laughs> We're your hosts, Colin O'Brien and Michael Wolf. I'm Michael, author of the hit erotic parody novel, Infinite Chest, a 6,000-page monolith about really huge boobs. So funny and so erotic. Thank you, and also well-written. Yes, yes. And I'm Colin. The inventor of the edible pen. Oh my God, Colin, you finally did it. I did. You perfected (laughs) your creation after years of tests and trials. What was the breakthrough? Oh, there was no breakthrough. I didn't really change anything. I just got a lot better at not throwing up. Oh. Tons of pens in my stomach right now. Yeah, how are you handling all that ink? You can just keep it down now? Yep, yeah, I'm fine. That's amazing. And that's the ingenuity that comes with being a writer is a lot of times uh, you're trying to perfect something and then eventually you realize, no, I don't need to make this better. I just need to get better at suffering. Exactly. That's like a big part of It's such a big part of writing process. is suffering. Absolutely. If you're not suffering, you're not writing. And Colin, I know that you've been working on this for a long time Mm because I remember when we just moved to Brooklyn uh, after our various college stints and our PhDs and MFAs. And we finally (laughs) moved here to say, hey, let's do the dang thing. Let's write this book. Yes. I mean, all these degrees. And you had been uh, experimenting with this pen thing, partially out of hunger, um, in our one-bedroom apartment. No money and no food. And back then, I mean, you were really trying your hardest, and we were so close. Yeah. And I think one thing I wanted to sort of do today was let the reader in behind the curtain a little yeah, bit. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, we can uh, pull the curtain back and you let cool them that, give, yeah, give them a peek. They're yeah. seeing us now yeah. as... Uh, self-proclaimed literary gurus as people who claim to have been published many times as authors, quote unquote, and as really good friends who are at the top of their game. But it hasn't always been this way, has it? No, no. I mean, I mean, yeah, if we're pulling back the curtain so that people can take a peek, you know, uh, when you live with someone in mm. such close quarters and you you have no money and and you know that's an added stress sometimes you're at each other's throats Colin and I yeah. were not always 
close friends. We were, in fact, sometimes enemies. In those hungry days, yeah. there were so many times that I would look yeah. at you and you would turn into a big link of sausages. Yeah, and I would look at you and you'd turn into a big fat pen. And I was like, I'm just going to sink my teeth into yeah. this. Yeah, and even back then, I was like, call in your imagination. Yeah. Couldn't you... Think of me as a steak or even more anatomically correct, a bowl of mashed potatoes. And I'd try really hard and you just became like a pack of pens. Uh-huh. And so, and I just want to, before we get into Michael and I's uh, disagreements, I just want to say, uh, you know, there's often like a romantic image of like mm. if a musician s- like sells their guitar for right. money, a starving musician. It's the same thing with a writer who has no money to buy food who eats his own pens. It's just a romantic, yes. you know, this struggling should... writer, you know, who eats his own pens. Yeah, it's sort of just this image of like you're out there really yeah. living for the art yeah. and chewing on these pens yeah. and having them explode all over yeah. your mouth and face. And it's also just skipping a step because this uh you know guitarist who sells his guitar for money what's he going to use that money for food just eat the guitar yeah exactly you're using what's there now so uh, we just thought it was important to say that not always uh, friends not always friends and sometimes when you're out there trying to be a literary great you know you said it (laughs) not me you're going to make some enemies and it is uh, that that doesn't mean that you can't be friends but we just wanted to be upfront about it so Colin, I wanted to also take a second to apologize. When we were in college together, uh, we went to U of U, um, and we were both undergrads on campus. I was jealous of you. You were jealous of me? Yeah, because you had the— Because of my talent, I'm assuming. You had a lot of talent, yeah, mm-hmm. and you were the you were the, the star— student in every classroom yeah you had the girlfriend and the mistress and the mistress had a girlfriend and it was just it seemed like you were the cock of the walk yeah and you were wearing your uh, collegiate jackets all around campus i was just like oh i want to be him and i I, not only was i I had my letterman jacket yeah that had dave that that had (laughs) dave letterman's face on the back you love that thing. I was a big fan. Uh, so, yeah. And you, yeah, you're probably jealous of that jacket. <laughs> I was. And I, so I'll say that I was not always the um, morally upright person that I am today. I, in fact, you know how you had that big final that you failed because your uh, computer got erased? Yeah, that, that was really upsetting. That was a crushing, very crushing blow I because I worked really hard and... Yeah, it's just... Uh, I was know, the one just... who destroyed your computer. I, I just meant to uh, make some changes you to what? your manuscript. You what? I went in and I was trying to alter your manuscript so you would fail, um, but I ended up wiping the whole computer and it got trashed and then I hit it with a hammer because it got scared. <laughs> Michael, you, but you were the one who told me that 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 was just, you know, when a computer gets old, that's just what happens and it wasn't even worth bringing into to a genius at the genius bar at the Apple store. You, you, you were the one who told me I know. That, it, that that's just what happened. And I'm sorry, and we're friends now, and so this is part of that story, and I was also the one who told your girlfriend that, well, that you were impotent. You, you did what? Yeah, I told your... Listen, I, I can... Why, why did she... Man did, enough to admit it. I also told your mistress and your mistress's girlfriend that... 
You Michael, why would you do that? My girlfriend and all of my mistresses, we were trying to ha- all have children. I know, I know. <laughs> why and would I, you tell them that I was impotent? I got pretty close to them, and I we went out to big campus diner, and we split a tuna melt, and I said, hey, listen, Colin, I know you like this guy, Colin, uh, but he is... It's just puffs of air, and, and I, I, you're I, never going to be able to start. I a told family. all of them. I was like, I was like, why? Oh, why, you're why? one of the most fertile guys I know. Yeah, but and I told them I was like, I was like, if you don't believe me, we can find out. I don't know why. Like, like I can show you I, that I'm not I, impotent. I did, and they were like, we. We've I heard that up, you are. Yeah, and I teamed up with the chemistry department, and we did a bunch of tests. I had to stand in as the subject, um, and they used my gunk and they used it to prove Medic, medically speaking yeah of course and they used it to prove that y- you or the subject was impotent so anyway this is all to say i'm sorry i'm a bigger man now and i hope we can put that behind us okay and just on air i want to say I've, i got good gunk my gunk's good nobody is debating that well now, actually it, while we're while we're sort yeah of, what do you can you say i forgive you Oh, you need me to say it? It would mean a lot to have it on celluloid. <laughs> is that what we're recording these on now? Yeah, that's what that big machine making the hum is. <laughs> Michael. Yes. Wolf. Yeah. Say full name. Say my phone. Michael Wolf. I John Wolf. Michael John. Michael John Wolf. Five ten. Five five ten and a half. Five ten and a half, rounding up to five eleven. Thank you. You're forgiven. Wow, I that whew, yeah. I feel I feel a lot better. Now while we're doing this, sure. I, I should say, do you remember our time? Uh, this time at college, we were we were just talking about yeah, U of U. Yeah, U of U. It was undergrad university. Yeah, yeah. Uh, well, I uh, like I, like we were talking about. We were a little competitive back then. Sure. And then I all, was the big poetry guy. You were the fiction jock. Yeah, Michael and I. Uh, you know, we were both. Uh, sort of going toe to toe for not being the uh having the worst grades. Yes, in class, we neither of us wanted to be last. It was a race to the bottom. Yeah. Uh, and when my computer crashed, I started being like, "Oh no! Like this is not gonna be what I thought was my computer crash." Uh, back then, a computer was as big as a room. <laughs> it was. Yeah. Uh, it it had my bed. And then I usually just slept on the floor. You would climb in through the floppy disk slot yep. and sleep on one of the motherboards. Yeah. Always been a mama's boy. Yeah, you know me. So anyway, what were you saying? Um, do you remember when you got expelled? Yeah. Uh, I mean, of course. That totally threw my life off track. I yeah. wasn't able to get into the Iowa Writers Workshop. I wasn't able to meet Kurt Vonnegut before he died. I wasn't able to was, get. He any, was our class speaker. Yeah, I yeah. wasn't able to get any good ideas for were, novels because yeah. I was so busy trying to freaking get my life back together. Yeah, well, I um, I sort of went to the dean and I said that you plagiarized every piece of writing that you turned in, and I said that you also smashed up a bunch of uh of uh campus police cars, which I did. And said it was you. And I, I uh, when you were sleeping, I like took your fingerprints and uh, just placed them all over. You touched my fingers while I was sleeping? Yeah. Uh, I had to get I don't fi- care about the plagiarizing because I did that. 
And I don't care about the police car stuff because honestly, fuck the police. But you invaded my space and touched my fingers and stole my fingerprints, the thing that is a tantamount to my own DNA? Y- you you went and said I had a I had bad gunk. Yeah, I touched your fingers when you were asleep. Fuck you! Fuck you! How dare you! That's my personal space. Yeah, well, I needed the fingerprints to pin the crime on you. My fingerprints are like my Mona Lisa's. They are the paintings that which my body makes. They are not like the Mona Lisa's. Well, they're at least some Jackson Pollocks. Yeah, that's more like it. It's a mess. If you're yeah. Well, you me. know what, Colin. Uh, I stole the, you know, that famous book that I have, Tomorrow's Mystery? Yeah? Well, it was your idea and I stole it from you. <laughs> what? Yeah. You convinced me that it was your idea. Yeah. And it was pretty- I was like, Michael, I swear I've told you about this idea before. And I was like, no, before. no, 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 no. This is my idea. Your idea was the one about a dog that can talk. That wasn't my idea? No, that wasn't anybody's idea. God damn it, Michael. I made millions off of Tomorrow's Mystery. They and turned I, it into a movie, <laughs> Mystery Men. I could, I barely made anything off of my book about dogs that can talk. It was more of a pamphlet. Yeah. And they said, like, hey, this has been done. This isn't, like, a new idea. There's been movies about dogs who've talked. Yeah, it sucked. It was a bad idea. That was me. So, since we're airing it. Fuck. Also, about your fingerprints... That when they when the cops did come, yeah, they were like, "These could be anyone's." You have like very generic fingerprints. I'm gonna be honest. I had to be like, I also saw the guy it was Michael Wolf. They they were like they were the most gen- the police said it was the most generic fingerprints they'd ever seen, and that it was uh not impressive. You've shattered me. How dare you say that my fingerprints are generic? You know what else? I'm gonna touch your finger right now. Oh, ah, I just touched no. your finger. No, Colin, that is not fair. You can't invade my space. Give me your laptop. Okay. Give me your laptop. What are you gonna, you're just going to look at it or something? <laughs> no, I'm going to smash it. What? No, Michael. Oh, I just threw it out the window. No. Let's hear. Okay, well, no. <laughs> that was you... a cartoon sound effect I played. You are a jerk. I had all, all of my Microsoft Paint projects on there. Oh, yeah? Were they any good? I like them. I like them a lot. They were going to be the covers for my books. Okay. Colin, I'm sorry. Uh, You know how I get when people invade my personal space. I shouldn't have touched your finger. No, you shouldn't have. I'm ready to forgive you. Okay. If you're ready to forgive me and we could just sort of let this be and move on because our guest has been waiting to hear this whole time and I think... I hit him accidentally with this laptop when I threw it. Can I say one more thing? Sure. I killed your whole family. That's fine. That's fine. Great. I don't care. Okay. Great. Just don't touch my fingers. I won't touch your fingers. They're really sensitive. I won't touch your fingers ever again. (sighs) Okay. Brush it it off. off. Okay. Here we go. Well, one person who's not going to betray your trust and secretly ruin your life is our guest today. I am so excited to have him. I believe he comes from a medical world. That's right. We have on the podcast today Dr. Stevenson reading from his book, Words and Numbers, an Exploration of Numbers and Words. Please enjoy Dr. Stevenson. Hello, my name is Dr. Stevenson. And this is the audiobook for my new book, 
Words and Numbers, an Exploration of Numbers and Words. One, it is a number. That is true. However, in the final analysis, it is not only a number. It is also a word made up of three letters that refers to the number one. Its homonym, one, as in I won because I'm number one, is also made up of three letters. Incidentally, three is also both a number and a word, but <laughs> I'm getting ahead of myself. Now, to return to the number one, which carries the distinction of being the first among numbers, as well as the distinction of being the first word of this book. Now, isn't that curious? The number one is the first among numbers, and the first word of this book. And the word first, like the word one, also refers to that which is number one in a sequence of things. It's a lot to take in. But such is the thrilling world of words when your subject matter is numbers. If you are feeling lost, that is okay. It is not too late for us to go back to square one, which luckily for us is the word one. Let's examine its constituent parts together as friends. The word one starts with the letter O, as in Oh boy, the journey into this word has just begun, and I, for one, am excited. It is followed by the letter N, as in, no way that things could get better than this. And finally, there is the letter E, as in, eventually all good words come to an end. Now, isn't that curious? The letter E which ended the word one, is the selfsame letter that comes first in the word end. Exhilarating. Exciting. Extra thrilling. Extra exhilarating. Extra exciting. Those are five words that begin with the letter E, in honor of the fact that E is the fifth letter in the alphabet. Now, don't get confused. Because while E is the fifth letter in the alphabet, it is not the fifth letter in the word alphabet. That distinction goes to the letter A, which, incidentally, is also the first letter in the word alphabet. And, come to think of it, it's also the first letter in the alphabet itself. Now that is one distinguished letter. I hope its brother and sister letters don't get jealous. I'm referring, of course, to B, C, D, E, F, G, H, I, J, K, L, M, N, O, P, Q, R, S, T, U, V, X, Y, and Z. Did I skip something? Ah, of course. W. Wow. Weird. Whoa. Why? Well. Who? Winsome. Wine. Winnie. As in Winnie Cooper from the Wonder. Wholesome. 
window, warehouse, willows, wagging, wash, wane, wax, wad, waffle, whale, wanton, wobble. 23 words that begin with the letter W in honor of the 23rd letter in our alphabet. A gesture which I hope makes up for my earlier omission. Thank you. This has been an excerpt from Words and Numbers, an exploration of numbers and words. Dr. Stevenson, that was incredible. Wow. Words and Numbers, an exploration of numbers and words. And what an exploration it was. And I got to say, I was like, oh, there's probably going to be more words than numbers. And I was wrong. It was a pretty even balance. Pretty balanced. Yeah. Thank yeah. you. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, you weren't showing any favoritism. I was like, he's going to show his, mm. his, uh, his true colors. He's going he's gonna to show us which one he, he leans towards, numbers oh, yeah. or, or letters. But it was not the case. Yeah. Yes. I, um, I strive for balance in all things including my discussion of words and numbers, or numbers and words. Oh, balance is yeah. so important, yeah. especially when surfing. <laughs> Indeed it is. Yeah. And skateboarding. Yeah. Uh, boogie boarding. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and, Skiing. Yes. Wakeboarding. Mm-hmm. Uh, planking. And mm. finally, horseback riding. Now, Dr. Stevenson, um, I would like to add one sure. to the list. Typically, that's just something Colin and I do, but uh, yeah, uh, I think we can let a guest in. Well, um, I would like to also add uh, bicycle riding. Oh, uh, how could we forget? Of course. Yes. Um, now, uh, we just want to clarify for our, our listeners, uh, your title is Dr. Stevenson. Uh, yes. Are you a medical uh, professional or you mm. got or you or you got your uh, degree in in English or or something like that? Or I was a pediatrician. Okay, that's a foot doctor. Uh no, that would be a podiatrist. Okay, interesting. And then, what is a person who focuses only on kids' feet? That would be a. Pediapodiatrist. Gotcha. Pediapodiatrist. Yes. Pediapodiatrist. I need one of those bad. <laughs> I'm an adult, but my feet are stunted. And mm. let's just say those arches aren't what they used to be. Well, if you need a good pediapodiatrist, just uh, I'll talk after the okay, recording. Great. Yeah, I'll get your I have a info. Rolodex so filled with pediapodiatrists. <laughs> just wanted to mention this. You can never have. It's always you, you want. I mean, you know, they're a dime a dozen, but you want a good one. Mm. So you you still practice uh, uh, medicine or, or n- not so much anymore? Or? I do not currently practice medicine at all. Okay. Well, I don't practice surfing, but that doesn't make me not a surfer. I'll always be a surfer. It's kind of who I am. Well, that's why he's, you still retain the title doctor. Right? If oh, yeah. there is yeah. an emergency, if I'm on a plane and someone asks, is there a doctor on this plane? If mm-hmm. I'm in a theater and someone asks, is there a doctor in this theater? If I were at a restaurant and someone asked, is there a doctor in this restaurant? If I were at the sports arena and the referee said, is there a doctor in the sports arena? Then I would raise my hand, patiently wait to be called, and then 
then when called upon, say, yes, I'm a doctor. What do you need? <laughs> if I could uh, uh, make one critique of this person who keeps uh, calling for a doctor right. in these hypotheticals, they don't need to say the name of the uh, of the uh, establishment they're at. This is an emergency. Get right Time to it. Time is of the essence. We know where we are. I yeah. agree. Yeah. I agree. Uh, what about what would you? What about in a hospital? In a hospital, I would leave it to the hardworking professionals employed by that hospital. That's smart. You know, I really relate to this because I've been in every one of those scenarios, and I've been the person shouting. Uh, but typically, I'm yelling "fire," mm. not "is there a, a doctor?" Um, Which and that's is dangerous. just sort of for fun. Mm, mm, Michael, mm, Michael's a little rascal. Well, He's a I, bit of a prankster. Yeah, yeah. I uh, let's just say I roll the dice with pricks and pranks. Uh, but more specifically, I study human nature, and I love to watch. To me, because I'm very intellectual, I'm very smart, and I'm sort of. I don't want to say above everyone else, but I'm definitely better than most of them. And so to me, people are like ants. They're like little ants scurrying about. So it's so interesting. Like, remember when we were kids and we would poke an ant or set it on fire or even a, a dog or a cat sometimes. You just would to, poke an ant? I would, yes. I would go out With to the backyard. With your finger or a stick? Uh, a stick. My fingers are were very muscular, so it was okay. hard to get it in. So I'd take a stick or a sewing needle, poke an ant, and just watch what happens. And this was sort of my scientific mind. Mm. You can relate, Dr. Stevenson, I'm sure. I cannot relate to this specific act. However, I will agree with you that I do have a scientific mind and understand that. So you agree. And when I'm in a place like a movie theater or a playhouse or a bus, I shout fire because it just tickles me to see what are these people going to do? How do people react in a crisis situation? Mm-hmm. I'm so very you can logical. observe. Yeah. yeah. And I like to watch people's emotions yeah. get the better of them. I've all, uh, yeah. Also, when you do this, you tend to lord it over people that you remained very calm during this Yes. In fairness, you were the one who made up the lie about the fire, so, you know. Right. But, but all still, of this is going still on remain to my, very calm. You wouldn't know that if you watched my YouTube channel, uh, Fire Pranks <laughs> with Michael Wolf. Um, it's pretty popular, and I'm making hundreds of thousands of dollars a month. And a lot of these fun pranks, I prank children, I tell them their parents are dead, I go to the North Pole and I prove that Santa Claus isn't real. Just a lot of stuff to sort of shove it in the face of people with uh, hope and imagination. And uh, so I post these fire pranks and I zoom in on myself and I'm like, look, calm, cool, collected. Now, I don't mean to uh, criticize your behavior. Mm -hmm. Every human being is entitled to do what they want to do. But I am reminded of the words of Alfred from Batman, who said in reference to the Joker, some people just like to see the world burn. Yeah, the fire thing relates to that. Yeah, it's Michael. Yeah, I know. There's never a real fire. It's just a threat of fire because I want to panic people. Enough about me and my wildly successful YouTube prank career. Dr. Stevenson... How uh, did you get into this field of writing, since I'm sure you had so much on your plate, making sure kids were sick? Yeah. Yes. Well, from a very young age, um, the youngest age that you can imagine. Five? Yes. The age of five, exactly. I have been using both words and numbers, numbers and words, and It is a practice which I took up at that age and to this very moment have not stopped. 
including uh, when I was a doctor. I would often use words to describe the diseases, the illnesses, the ills that were plaguing my patients. And I would often use numbers in ordering medical supplies for mm. my medical office as a pediatrician or numbers in prescribing medicine to my patients. For example, 50 milliliters, 60 milliliters, 70 milliliters. <laughs> and also, you'd use numbers in what stage of the disease, mm. I'm assuming, these people had. Are you referring to stage one, stage two, stage yes. three, stage I four, stage five, the stage, stage yeah. six, stage seven, stage eight, no, stage nine, it. stage ten, stage eleven, stage twelve? <laughs> I mean, this is why we have you on. I mean, you're better at this than, yeah. than we are. I have stage four athlete's foot. I would um, get that checked out. There is no stage five. It yeah. just goes one, two, three, four, six. Well, you better... Get it checked out before it makes the leap to six, well, because that's, that's the point of no return. I can tell you okay. I have a podiatrist friend who tutored me on his work, and you don't want to get yeah. to stage six. And because Michael's feet are so small, because they were stunted, uh, the athlete's foot just took over very the quickly. Thing. Just very quickly. Yeah, There wasn't a lot of ground to cover for this athlete's foot, it's, and so you even have it on... The tops of your feet. Right? Tops of my feet and a lot of my crotch. Um, that actually, could I bother you, have, you, you for the... athlete's crotch? <laughs> uh, in Just in the disease way, I don't have the crotch of an athlete, my wife likes to point out. Oh, brother. And I say, hey, surfers are athletes. Could I quickly get the number um, from you for a pedia podiatrist? Because I'm thinking now, because I have this terrible itch down there. I'm just going to call him right now if you guys don't mind. Oh. Yes, I will give you the number. Okay, great. I'll just... Okay. Um, it awesome. is. Oh, you're gonna. Yes, are you ready? Yep, I'm ready. It is five, 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 five. Okay, let me read that back. Uh, five, 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 five. You missed a five in the middle. Okay, there it is. Okay, great. Okay, I'm just going to call them and uh, okay. see what happens. Okay, yep. talk to you guys later. Uh, Dr. Stevenson, while, uh, while Michael's out in the, the hall taking that uh, phone call, can I... Uh, he's annoying, right? Like the athlete, like he just derails every conversation with talking about his athlete's foot. And frankly, I find it disgusting and it, I'm over I'm it. I'm not on this podcast to um, assess people's characters. And you know what? That's what I like about you. It's uh, it's just that you uh, you know, you don't show your biases. You don't show it for numbers and letters. You don't show it for people. And that's, you just seem like a very calming presence. And you know, I, I just love having you on this podcast. I just love to have you on more, like more than Michael. <laughs> like if it could just, you know, be you and me, I, ah, it should be so great. Just, I uh, have a very busy career writing books about. Words and numbers. Oh, totally. And numbers and words. Totally, so I totally. Think yeah. I could actually yeah. fit it no, in, but yeah. I am. We'd work it around your schedule, definitely. Yeah. 
Well, there's not really a schedule to be worked around. It's booked solid between my time working on books about words and numbers and numbers and words and vacation time, which I need in order to refresh myself before embarking upon further books about words and numbers and numbers. No, and you words. listen There's to me, just... asshole. They're adults. Sure. So we'll just feet. put a pin They're in just that. very small. We'll come back to it. We'll no, come back to it. Later. I won't call back. Well, that guy's a quack. <laughs> he was a total asshole. He told me that I either have adults' feet or children's feet, and that there's no middle ground. So I'm gonna need, I'm gonna need to keep shopping around. Oh, um, you, did you tell him about how you thought your feet were going through puberty? That there was sort of an in-between stage. Of course, I told him that, Colin. <laughs> Why else would my feet be growing so much hair and smelling like bo? You have you have uh, you have hair growing in between your toes. It's mm-hmm. sort of like the armpits of uh, of the foot. Yeah, I have to put deodorant in between my toes. It's bad, <laughs> and I think I'm growing pubic hair too. I don't think that it's armpit hair or foot hair. I think it's pubic hair between my toes. Very distinctly pubic hair. Now, Dr. Stevenson, I I gotta you are a measured man. Is that fair to say? We're not just talking about numbers. (laughs) Measuring. I understand the um, meaning of the word measured in that You're the expert, yeah. Question. I have used uh, the word measured before. I would say that Yes, I am measured in so far that I measure my responses to questions. Okay, great. I think that would be, yeah, I think that would be a yes. Um, are You seem like you're kind of a party animal, like on a Friday night. How are you getting down? Well, every Friday when I wake up, I exclaim, T-G-I-F, which is short for Thank God It's Friday. That's four letters. And then I'm off to the races. I get out of bed. I do my morning routine. I complete the tasks that I need to do in the morning. I was just talking about like Friday night, like hitting the bars. I was getting to Friday night. Sorry. After completing my duties for the morning, I head into my duties for the afternoon. And I tend to do them a little faster, perhaps. And maybe at, we can just go through them a little faster, yeah, too. Yeah, boom, yeah, boom, yeah, boom, yeah, boom, yeah, boom, boom, boom. So we can get to Friday night. <laughs> All in due time. Okay. So I complete my afternoon duties at 125% uh, the rate at, uh, at which I... I'm sorry, I lost my train of thought. Okay, well, no need That's to start over. You can just, uh, we can just I, jump ahead. <clears throat> excuse me? Uh, no need to go back. We can just jump ahead. Uh, you kn- I see. You want me to hurry up. We want to get to that Friday night. Yeah. Party I want to know, like, yeah, exactly. Cutting loose. No yeah. rules. Dr. Stevenson. Dancing. Being, drinking. Yeah. I bet you even got a cool first name. Excuse me? Like something more radical. You know, I feel so formal <laughs> calling you Dr. Stevenson. I want to take the, you know, uh, take the belt and unbelt it a little. Um... When you say Dr. Stevenson, you're calling me D.R. Period Stevenson. My full name is Dr. D-O-C-T-O-R Stevenson. Oh. Your name is Dr. Stevenson. Yes. And you're a doctor. Yes. So it'd be Dr. Dr. Doctor? No. Give me the news. I got a bad case. 
I'm unfamiliar with the song and will not comment on it. You know what, Colin? I'm thinking, what if we just switch this up a little? We do some rapid fire questions, you know? Okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. Just like, because uh, our yeah. listeners, we've been told, have um, no patience and no, um, what's it called? Memory retention, uh, yeah. no uh, attention spans. Yeah. So we really are trying to make this as, you know, gifable as possible yeah. if you could do that in an audio form. And they're just, uh, so you know, there will be tons of air horn sound effects yeah. throughout this whole we layer interview. whole thing yeah. in. We used yeah. to do classical music and then, well, we got sponsored by Skrillex's brother, Billix. I'm sorry, air horn? Yeah. Yes. I think all horns use air. Last I checked, there is not a horn uh, that can make a sound without the assistance of sh- air. Sure, yeah, sure, uh, yeah. Could be a trumpet or a trombone. Yeah. First rapid fire question: <laughs> Pen or pencil? Pen, unless I need to use a pencil. <laughs> you really are. You're covering the whole, the whole field on that. Uh, one. Coffee or tea? Coffee in the morning. Tea in the morning. If coffee is unnecessary. Okay, we're just looking for short, quippy. Uh, favorite book? Hmm. How does one choose one's favorite child among all the children one has? Uh, least favorite book. Hmm. There was one book once which I didn't like. And so I struck it out of my mind. Okay. Whoa. You didn't like the book so much you forcibly <laughs> forgot about it? Forcibly. Yes. Sounds oh, like my childhood. Michael, I yeah. I'm so sorry. I'm uh my landlord just texted saying that there are uh I left my window open and yeah. a bunch of pigeons got loose into my house. <laughs> they got into they specifically got into your ha- bedroom. Yeah, and so oh I just God. need to real quick Oh go- no, they're not eating your bread collection, are they? Yeah, yeah, yeah. My I make you know how people do house of cards sort of thing? I do yeah. I do bread slices, I make a house and they're uh, bad. They're not yeah. good. Yeah. Uh, but they're so big. They are big. And so I need to just go deal with that. And I'll be right sure. back. Yeah. Yeah. We'll okay. just pause the recording. Yeah. Okay. 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 Sorry about that. Colin is always running off. It's almost like he thinks time doesn't apply to him and everybody shows up to one place and uh, he's just strolls in whenever he wants. It's just kind of inconsiderate. You probably am, noticed that. I am not here to. Um assess anyone's character on this podcast i am the same way we are so similar we're like brothers in so much as the thing you said and gosh it's just uh it's so cool to talk to an intellectual who knows words and numbers sometimes when i'm hanging out with colin he's just like oh i gotta Oh, I got a big baguette at home. Oh, I got a loaf of rye. I got to stack them up because I'm making a cabin of bread. Uh, And it's like, dude, who cares? Come with me to TGIFs. We're going to do dollar shots and probably hit on uh, the wait staff. And that is just like the life I'm trying to live while also being one of the smartest people I've met. Mm. And you seem like that kind of person. You even mentioned TGIFs. Yes. However, I do not go there to do uh-huh. dollar shots. I go there to eat food, including hamburgers, French fries, yes, and onion rings. My man, yes. Oh, do you have the potato skins? 
I do not think the skin of a potato Mm. is good. You are going to love it. I'm going to get you some of these and you're going to love it. um, I think we should talk mm. about you coming back for the next podcast recording and just sort of like sitting in as a trial host. In fact, for this next section, when Colin comes back, why don't you and I just sort of take charge and turn the tables? Because I I think think I mentioned uh, earlier I'm, I'm, uh, Hmm? I'm booked Hey guys, sorry about I... sorry about that. Oh, what's up, what's, uh, man? So, the... Michael, you know, so I have I have this baguette and this rye at home, you know. Yeah, I and remember. I was making a cabin out of bread, oh. and these bird the roof came in. These bir- these birds just tore the roof out off. of your apartment. Yeah, and oh, shit. but uh, that I'm not worried about. Okay. But the, also the the roof of the bread cabin, they uh, they they tore the roof off, and it's just that. The place where I get my baguettes, uh, they're closed at this hour, so I'm not going to be able to get in until tomorrow. tomorrow. Okay, Colin. No, tomorrow they that's take off, great. so it's not going to be... Why don't we get back the to day. the podcast, okay? Yeah, okay, yeah. No, if you don't want to... No, fine, I listen well, to you when you have that, problems. Colin, but, uh, you know, uh, Dr. Stevenson fine. and I were wondering, where do you get your ideas from? Oh, uh you meant, uh, we're asking Dr. Stevenson no, where he Dr. gets Stevenson his ideas from. No, Dr. Stevenson and I were wondering, because we sort of know he gets his ideas from little kids' feet or whatever it was he said. Well, Michael, you know but where for... I get my ideas from. I steal them from children, but I'm not the guest. We have a guest. Why don't, why don't let's ask the guest well, where they get their Well, I don't know, Dr. Stevenson. What do you think about what Colin thinks? <laughs> I'm so clever. Am I the in the midst on? of a feud? What? Well, I don't. <laughs> no, 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 no. Feuds are no, 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 no. feuds are typically two sided. No, no, yeah, no. Two doc, people who <laughs> Doctor like Stevenson. Each other. We're not in the middle Colin's of a feud. Obsessed with me. Um. Uh. You know what, Doctor Stevenson? Why don't you? I bet you have uh, some questions for Michael. Why don't Why don't we ask Michael a question? Oh. Like what? Uh, Michael, you know what? What book did you last write that you want to talk about? Well, <laughs> why don't you tell Doctor Stevenson and I? Uh, you know, Colin, I think that's very rude. We have an esteemed guest here. We haven't even asked him who his main inspirations are. Uh, <laughs> uh, my main inspirations are. I wasn't actually asking. I see. Well, not, I mean, you started. I. I okay, sorry, T- Colin. Let's do this together. Okay. No, 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 Once a question has been asked, it can't be asked again. (laughs) For if it is, ask it again. The answer shall be false. Is this Alfred from Batman again? Yeah. Is this some sort of poem? Yes, I was a poet when I was younger. Oh, wow. That's pretty cool. Yeah, that's really cool. Thank you. (laughs) I have a, I do have a question about uh, the reading mm. that you read from Dr. Stevenson. There was a moment in there when you were uh, listing the brother and sister uh, letters of the letter E, I believe. Was it E or was it C? Anyway. Both are incorrect. <laughs> Any, Typical Colin. Anyway, anyway, there was a moment in there where it seemed like you forgot the letter W, but then you came back to it and you rattled off all these W words and you're like, as a listener, you're like, oh, he didn't forget. No, no, no. I'm in the presence of a master. 
He knows exactly what mm-hmm. he's doing. And it was just such a beautiful thing to watch, that journey you took the listener on there, where it's like, does he know what he's doing? Oh, yeah. He knows exactly what he's doing, and he's playing me like a fiddle. And the question was, I'm not here to waste time. If you say you're going to ask me a question, ask me a question. Do not give me a compliment. I totally agree. I'm the same way. That's what's so cool about you. I think you're such a chill and efficient guy. So that's what I got to say. Yes. I am not used to people rejecting when I butter them up. I like to butter up my guests real good, like a piece of bread. And I'm just not used to having it thrown back in my face like this. Colin, let me show you how a real pro asks a question. So, Dr. Dr. Stevenson, tell me about your writing process. Let me stop you there. Wow, As was, was a explained really a moment ago, I am not Dr. Dr. Stevenson. I am Dr. Stevenson. I do not know who Dr. Dr. Wait, no, Stevenson is. But you were a pediatrician, yes? I were, yes. And so you have a doctorate. Isn't there a title? Do you do have the title of doctor? I'm not crazy. Unless, Aren't maybe it you? sounds like, yeah, it sounds like you are. Shit, did I go nuts? Yeah, we might need to. Okay. I mean, if Michael goes crazy, they're probably not fit to host Fine. the podcast. No, and well, I need a new co-host. And Yeah, good I mean, luck Dr. finding a new Dr. co-host. Dr. Stevenson, you're already here, so maybe... I guess, yeah, we'll just co-host this together. Well, <laughs> Dr. good Stevenson. luck with that, because he's going to be pretty busy co-hosting this podcast with me, as mm, we talked about. But he's not going to have time to host this podcast with you, because he's going to be co-hosting with me. Okay, I'm definitely in the middle of a feud here. I oh. know a feud when I hear a feud, and this is definitely a feud. If you, I Listen, I've been in the middle of a few feuds, and this feud might be too few of a feud to really count okay yeah listen it's not a feud it's just that colin and i have a lot of deep-seated hatred towards each other yeah and it's just bubbling to the surface now that's it and you're here and while i know don't think you'd actually be a great podcast host because you talk too fucking slow i need anyone wait that i could what wait 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 i talk too slow and pray tell, what done. speed do you speak at? Hmm. If I am slow, oh my God. then you two are turtles. What? I don't mean talking in the sense of the words per minute, but talking in the sense of words that matter per minute. Okay. At that speed, you have spoken one word for the past 30 minutes. I'm starting to think that I'm getting insulted. Yeah, and I'll have you know, as we said, our listeners cannot retain anything. It's just about making sounds. And Michael and I, if we don't have an idea to communicate, we fill the gaps with stutters. Lots and lots of stutters. Mr. Dr. Stevenson, if I don't have something right away to say, if there is a moment of silence, even even a second in between two coherent thoughts, then the sadness creeps in. And I don't like that. Because when there's silence, I start to think about the things I've done. Yeah, because inside the head is mean to me all the time. 
So we need to keep talking and we need to talk quickly. And the substance doesn't matter as long as there is something. Substance doesn't matter as long as there is something. Substance doesn't matter as long as there is something. Substance doesn't matter as long as there is something. Okay. And that's what makes a good podcast that's done over 15 episodes. I've heard what you both have said. And I can recommend a doctor if you're feeling sad. Who can help. Thank you. Yes, we would actually really like that. That would actually be really great for us. Is this another one of your foot doctors? No. This is a psychologist. A doctor of the psyche. Oh. I don't mess with that Yeah, that doesn't really sound. I don't want anybody poking around in my brain trying to shrink my head. Take down the number. Okay, okay this is a psychologist. I, they don't work on me. I'm impenetrable to psychologists. Not this down. one. Okay. Five, 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 five. Okay. That last. Let me read five. this back to you. I wrote down M O M M Y. That um, spells mommy. What? No, I just wrote down the psychologist's number. That is a classic example of a Freudian slip. Okay, well, If it was such a Freudian slip, how come Michael didn't fall down on the ground Mm -hmm. and bump his his bottom on the ground? Yeah, how come I'm still sitting in my inflatable chair that looks like a hand? Am I talking to a couple of Charlie Chaplins? I knew Chuck Chaplin. You <laughs> wait. How old are you? I'm as old as it takes. <laughs> I'd say that's like ninety-eight. If you met him the day you were born, and that was the day he died, I think that would be ninety-eight years ago. Can we not discuss Chuck? Sure. Um. So, Mr. Doctor Stevenson, what is your writing process like? I pick up the pen. I put it down on the page. And then I step away from the page. I go for a walk. I go get a coffee. I drink the coffee. I return. Procrasto what? It just sounds like a little bit of procrastination. I can relate to that. I have never procrastinated a day in my life. And I do not intend to ever. Okay. Are you, are you saying that every moment where you're not writing is intentional? It this it has a purpose. It's ser- it's serving the the writing, the create creative process itself. Yes, every word you've just said is true. Mm, okay. See, Michael. Okay, fine, mm? fine. You're right. Okay, so you get your coffee, you drink your coffee. Yes. After that, I return to my desk. I pick up my pen. I put it to the page, and I begin to write. And I write, and I write, and I write, word after word after word, until I have a sentence. Then I end it with a period. After that, I begin the journey all over again, writing word after word after word after word after word after word, word, and then another period. After which... The journey begins all over again, word after word after word, 
Period. New paragraph. What if See, one of these three is a, sentences? Yeah. <laughs> what if one of these is a question? Do you still do the period? What do you think? Well, I think no, you would do a question mark, but I'm a little unsure because you seem to really choose your words carefully. Yes. If the words I've written are intended to be a question, I do not use the period. I use a question mark. You guessed correctly. So what was the first book you ever wrote? It was a good one. Was that the title of the book? It was a good one? No, that was not the title. I was just saying that it was a good book. Oh, okay. So, um, do you have any advice to young aspiring writers? Yes. I don't think writing can be aspired to. You either can write or you can't. Most likely you can. So then the question is, are you a good writer or a bad writer? Uh Uh-huh. And that uh, will change depending on who's reading the book. Some people will think you write good. Others will think you write bad. Then you have to think about all the other people who have opinions that fall in between those two poles. Uh-huh. People who think it is somewhat good, not quite good, somewhat bad, not quite bad. And then there's another group of people who think your writing is too good or too bad. Yeah, I've had that problem. To be true. Yeah. And so I would just say, carry on, young writer, carry on, carry on, (laughs) carry on, young writer, carry on. Wow, inspiring, inspiring words. Thank you. Um, Colin, what do you think? Maybe it's time to do our favorite segment? Oh, yeah. Are we, are we trying, we're doing, uh, so we, we have our, uh, a famous segment. Yes. Uh, I think we should do our famous segment. It's, it's taken off like wildfire. It's, uh, it's really. People uh, are making memes of it. People are doing it at home. People are making t-shirts. <laughs> yeah. What are we, what did it, what is it called? Footnotes? No, epilogues? not, not, I think it's called epilogues. Oh yeah. It's, uh, called it's epilogues. so popular. Uh, and basically, we just uh, we say the title of the next book we're writing and the first sentence in it. Uh, Michael, would you like to? I would love to go Great. first. Thank Great. you, Colin. Um, so my upcoming book, I've been working on it. Actually, I just started this one. Um, I started it this past weekend. So I had a little bit of time off because my kids are gone. So Oh, no. That's fine. It's fine. I don't need them, to be honest. So somebody will find them. Uh, so this book is is called The Silverware in the Cupboard. And this is the first sentence. Wow. Get a load of that. Bunch of silverware's in the cupboard. Shouldn't have put it. I shouldn't have put it there because that's not where it goes. It goes in the drawer. I guess I got confused again. Also, I'm an evil person. Ooh. Wonder what I'll do. <laughs> wow! Thank you. Thank you. So for a good. second, for a second, I couldn't tell if it was from the perspective of the silverware in the cupboard, but no, yeah, I haven't decided yeah. yet. 
I've been going back and forth. Cool. I don't know. I'm I've but I've got I'm really excited to keep writing. All I need is an idea, a point of view, some characters, a plot, a perspective, and a setting. Okay. I I think you can get there. Oh, definitely. Yeah. At the pace I'm going, definitely. Great. Uh would you like to hear uh my yeah, my new book? The, absolutely. The title and the first sentence. So this is my upcoming uh it's a children's book. And Aww. it's <laughs> It's okay. I uh, love kids. Oh, yeah? Yeah. Well, I'm sorry yours are it's missing. Fine. It's fine. They're gone. They're not missing. They're oh, okay. gone. <laughs> so I, you're not um, sure? was a pediatrician. Oh, so you're like, you can track down kids and, and find missing children? Yes. Okay. I didn't realize that was part of the uh, the training for uh, pediatricians. Yeah, I think that's all part and parcel. <laughs> it's sun up to sundown, sort of taking care of the kids. Um. Uh, so anyway, here's a here's the the title of my book is uh is called uh Duck in a Hat. And it's oh, it's sort of a good. it's it's a rival rival children's book to Cat in the Hat. You know, cuz yeah. it's like I'm like that made a lot of money and I kind of want to I yeah, want cats aren't your thing. Yeah, so uh it's called uh <laughs> Duck in the Hat, sure. And uh and the first line of the book is uh Hey kids, don't read any books with uh, cats wearing any headwear because cats are stupid. Just so that's the first line. It's wow. just it's just sort of like nip it in the bud. Like yeah. if you start seeing any other books about animals wearing hats, get rid of it. Don't read it. This is the book for this you. This is the one that's you good. want. Yeah, more books should do that. War and Peace should start with Hey, if you're reading a book that's not about War and Peace, you're a dummy. Yeah. So, so yeah, uh, Doctor Stevenson, uh, do you have a an upcoming book? Maybe the first first line of the book you'd always, like to share with you. Always. I have an upcoming book. Always. Always. Never without an upcoming book. My next book will be called The Big Wall. And the first line of the book will be, That wall is big. So big. So big. So big, so big, period, full stop, end of first sentence. Wow. <laughs> uh, I wasn't expecting it to get uh, political yeah. right at the end. but well, um, You've really made your yeah. alliances clear. Yeah. Uh, but everyone's entitled uh, to their opinion. So uh, I just, before we end the podcast, I want to say that I had been planning on, uh, Milo, get out of there. Sorry, my dog is trying to eat the cables because I think he wants to die. Anyway, uh, I was going to... Death Wish. Yeah, this dog's got... Now, that could be a good book. Now, uh, I was going to try to recruit you to be my co-host and to take over Colin's spot. Um, Can I make a confession, too? Yeah. I was trying to do the same exact thing, except oh, with my God. him being my co-host. And me being gone? You being gone. This is a real gift of the Magi situation. I, I guess what I've learned is that while I still don't really like Colin, and I harbor a lot of uh, animosity and hatred, you're insufferable, Dr. Stevenson. Mm -hmm. And I don't think that you would be a good co-host because any time I tried to lob you um, a softball, you really just sort of caught the ball in the air and threw it in the mud. And I guess I'd like to say uh, that while I also cannot stand Michael, mm. he's given me athlete's foot and crotch 
more times than I can count. You're welcome. And Free of uh, I would much prefer him as a co-host than you because I tried to butter you up like a beautiful baguette and mm. you just wouldn't take the butter. Uh, and That's I just rude. can't have that. Whereas Michael needs compliments all the time and loves my little compliments. I thrive on them. Yeah. And if I don't get them, I wither away. And he gives me athlete's foot. Yep. Well, it seems that the insufferable Dr. Stevenson strikes again. <laughs> but to your credit, you seem to have solved our feud. Yeah. I got to say, I feel yeah. a lot better now. Wow. And you've gotten out of having to host a podcast. Well, it's all in the work of a day by a doctor such as myself. Mm. Well, I look forward to reading your upcoming book, and uh, I want to say thank you for taking time from us. The pleasure was mine, is mine, and shall remain mine forever. And we're just going to really quickly end the podcast as we always do. Yeah. And that's the end of that chapter. Hmm. So, Michael, do you... Should we talk about some of the stuff we brought oh, up today? I don't think... I just push it down? Yeah, let's... Uh, let's we got What, we've done, like, 20 episodes? We can do 20 more, and then we'll talk about it. Okay, yeah. Okay. We'll just see if... Yeah. If, it, if, if we get on each other's nerves and something comes up, we'll just deal with it then. Yeah, physically. Yeah, okay. yeah, yeah. Yeah. Dr. Stevenson, yeah. you got to go. Yeah. Get out of here. All in due time. Time and all due. Or Michael, you and I could just get yeah, out of here. Really. Yeah, why don't we like just, he's yeah. stuck to the yeah. chair. I'm starting to get nervous. Yeah. Okay, let's okay. go. I got to put my money in the meter because let me tell you, I parked fast. <laughs> Forever. Dog. This has been a Forever Dog production. Executive produced by Brett Boehm, Joe Cilio, and Alex Ramsey. For more original podcasts, please visit foreverdogpodcasts.com and subscribe to our shows on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts. Keep up with the latest Forever Dog news by following us on Twitter and Instagram, at Forever Dog Team, and liking our page on Facebook.